I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, my little cheesy nugget, Chris. Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Liverpool gubbed Deverton, Leicester won again, and Chelsea were back to winning ways. Welcome one and all. My name is Marcus Speller. That guy's Pete Donaldson and he's Jim Campbell. I've noticed Hello. recently, Marcus, that you've stopped reading those intros off your uh, little iPad, your little off-brand iPad. Mm. iPad. You've just been doing them off the top of your, the old DP, as Luke used to call it. I used to do that. Uh, I, I, it was all a, a it's ruse. very impressive. It's, it's all a, a ruse. It's very impressive to remember a line or two. It is. Very <laughs> impressive. For a person who can't, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed when people can remember lines. I, well, I actually didn't remember. I just thought it off the top of my head, mate. Oh, oh wow. That's oh, even, wow. even yeah. better, isn't it? Mate, yeah, exactly. Showing yeah. off This now. is the kind of stuff the listeners need to hear. Jazz speller. Me yeah. just remembering three results that happened last <laughs> night. In fact, it wasn't even results. It was just winners. Mm. Liverpool were one of those winners. Big win. Mm. Big yeah. vibe. Why are you mentioning Liverpool when we're going to go and win another match? Because they played Everton. <laughs> because we do what we want now, there probably, we go. don't okay. we? The Toffee men were battered 5-2. They absolutely were that. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. 32 league games unbeaten for, for Liverpool. It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely <laughs> no, it's not bad, stuff. I suppose. It was reminiscent of that time when Brendy Rogers' Liverpool thrashed Everton. Mm-hmm. By uh, a four-goal margin, although obviously it was only three goals last night. Could have been more, though. It was an exciting match where Everton at points could have gone back into it, I thought. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they flirted with the yeah. idea of coming back into it, didn't they? It well, Silver like kind we never... of, Silver sort of went, right, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down 4-4-2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was... Um... It was a bit of a masterclass from Liverpool in the first half, wasn't it, in mm. particular? And some of the passes on display. The, pa- the, the pass from Sadio Mane for Origi, <laughs> who seems to be like just held back for Everton yeah. and the Champions League. It's really strange. <laughs> what a luxury to have. What You've got this look- player who's brilliant in derbies and in the Champions League. Do you want him? Yeah, yeah, that's great. This is is what Liverpool didn't have two seasons ago. That kind of squad that you can rotate and go, oh, Mm -hmm. we plan for the other team. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not just like Lalana coming off the bench. You're like, well, we can kind of deal with him. Yeah, Yeah. Bournemouth are thinking, why? 
what are you planning for us? <laughs> yeah. Why are you waiting for us? <laughs> I got them on the weekend. But yeah, I, I, Klopp said it was one of the most pleasing things in management when you can use other squad players mm, who don't necessarily yeah. always start. And a couple of uh, Liverpool-supporting friends of mine, one of whom I watched the game with, was saying, oh, Klopp's fielding a, a, a weak inside. Like, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit concerned. And I said, well, hang on. Adrian's in goal because Alisson's suspended, so yeah, that can yeah. happen. You've got Van Dijk and Lovren in, mm. at the centre of defence. Alexander-Arnold Robinson, who left the right back. Wijnaldum, Milner, and was it Lalana in the centre of the pitch? Um, Shakiri and uh, Mane either side of Origi. I mean, Mm. it's not that weakened, is it? (laughs) I mean, Firmino and Salah. And and, and that's the thing at Liverpool at the moment. They have such a good squad. Mm. And as you say, Origi comes in, the guy who scored the second goal in the Champions League final, lest we forget. And by the way, you can easily forget that the Liverpool four Barcelona nil result was without one or two of these key yeah. players. Salah didn't. Oh, I forget now who missed out, but but obviously Origi started. Yeah, uh, and I think Shakiri did as well. They both go into the side and they both score lovely goals. And mm. as you say, Mane with 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 a kind of pass where it's almost like he's got a remote control for the ball. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible, absolutely perfect. And but I agreed actually, with Big Super Ali on the comms, mm. Amazon comms, uh, when he said it was probably the pass of the season. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but also, it, that implies that he put it on a plate for Origi, which he hadn't. Origi still had a lot to do, but he did it very, very well. It was a love opening your body like that. Yeah. Well, when you when say he has a lot to do, of course, nothing t- gets taken away from the striker. But what Manny has done there has has enticed Pickford. Yeah. And so actually, what he's done is. Um, he played it so well that, that he's it was all given, set up. He's given Origi a map, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. And, and if Andy Gray was still on commentary, he would have told us what Mane was thinking yeah. in his head. He said, go on, son. There you go. All you got to do is beat the keeper. Go and score. Put us 1-0 up. Yeah. See in the bar afterwards. <laughs> Mine's a pint, obviously. Going to go to the bathroom now. See you in a bit. How's the wife? It just, oh. Nice soap dispenser's not working. Yeah, so it's, it's so nice that we don't have that anymore. But we it do is. have Amazon. Uh, we do. What, what, what's everyone's, everyone's thoughts? Well, it's clearly the future. This is how it's all going to pan out. It did feel like a game changer, <laughs> felt, didn't felt it? bloody brilliant, though, didn't it? Switchy, yeah, <laughs> switchy. Yeah, oh. A little switchy, switchy. Yeah, although mine mine fell over when I tried to go oh, right. back after the Man United Spurs game over to Everton Liverpool. Let me talk about your specs. What were you, what were you rocking on your rig? Um, I, I used the PS4, <laughs> used which the is PS4, pretty much invincible. Right, okay. So mm. I've never really had problems with it before. Did you update the uh, Amazon app? What do you think? PS4? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe saying, that's... Sometimes uh, the uh, patch releases uh, they, they're a little bit later on the console uh, generation, so uh, maybe stick your laptop in or your iPad for now. I thought it was Fair nice enough. to have or a uh, smart TV. Champion and Coisty back together. Yeah, that was yeah. a very. They've done a lot of crowd pleasing things, haven't they, Amazon? And, and actually, I think what, what was quite smart is they haven't announced it with this big fanfare. Mm. They've they've tried to just go look. This is football as you, pretty much as you know it. Yeah, we're part of the furniture. Well, not, you know if, everyone if here. Gonna, you've seen them on other channels. I mean, who, gonna, let's get on with it. Who'd even heard of Amazon before? <laughs> <laughs> Not the tax man. Uh, hey! <laughs> uh, if you, uh, I, I think um, if if no if if Amazon can't get it right, nobody can because obviously Amazon own all of the servers. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's a situation where obviously they're they're very uh, technically um, flush. Mm. But they they made some really good ideas. Thank you. Can turn the commentary off and yeah. just enjoy it. Maybe oh. turn VAR off will be the future. I, I'd like a little kind of like voting system where you can just resurrect a club legend or <laughs> turn all the lights off. Disco lights. <laughs> I'd love a bit of that. Tino Asprey coming on. (laughs) Alexa, Cantona. Alexa, put Tino Asprey on. (laughs) (laughs) Be great. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I liked it because 
one of the things that is a bit frustrating about f- football even when you pay for it at the moment is so uh, I don't have Sky at home I have Virgin so if right. I want to watch um, if I want to watch Sky Sports mm. uh, in my room where I don't have a Virgin box I have to do that through the Virgin um, sort of portal on my laptop which doesn't allow a Chromecast so it's like you're really isolating the non-British uh, listeners here yeah but <laughs> no but the point I'm making is that actually the traditional broadcasters have done a lot of things mm. to to make football to, to protect football and keep it behind it's various walls. And it's absolutely all about exactly. keeping and protecting their IP. Uh, obviously, Amazon have, have bought everything carte blanche, so they've got the capacity to sort of switch in and, yep. and, and, and create something new. Uh-huh. And a lot of these traditional um, organisations are going to be looking at that and going, that's kind of how we, we have to make it easier. Um, does BT have a, have a, have a PlayStation app yet? Um, I Because I, I had a real problem kind of uh, watching BT know. at times. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Let's go back. I'll tell you what, we'll hit to a, hit an ad break and it'll be BT and Sky. <laughs> <laughs> For the we'll last be time. Ourselves <laughs> off. Indeed, yeah. But, but, uh, but, 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 but we shouldn't, Marcus, I'm yeah, not going to move no, on. No, no, sure. but, but we shouldn't sort of underestimate this is how it's going to look in the future. Yeah. And it's not about isolating. Like, we talk about isolating the people who might be watching, uh, you know, listening to the Football Ramble in, um, or Football Ramble Daily in like American places like that. They've already got this system. They, they have, can yeah. listen to what, they can watch whatever they want at 3 mm-hmm. p.m. This is exactly how it's going to pan out in the Premier League and, and but damned the old uh, people who have to travel all that way <laughs> to watch matches yeah. uh, at 6pm, 7pm, Champion and Coisty, though? Mm. No, they don't. Well, they so, probably do, actually. They were but... running out of people to put in, <laughs> yeah. in the commentary they box. signed up for something like 73 pundits and, and yeah. commentators in total, haven't they? It's, it's, yeah. it's a lot. But you wonder if the future would actually be the Premier League having their own platform. Yeah, and, and I think that, don't that, that give them that sensible. idea. But anyway, yeah, crying out. Everton, Everton were battered. Let's not <laughs> let's not forget to put the boot back into them. Mm. What a horrible season it must be! Like, I would be very surprised if, mm. if there isn't a decision made on Silver quickly. There's talk of David Moyes um, lurking. Um, yep. to try and reanimate that He does, look, that he does look like a lurker, doesn't he? He does. If, if David Moyes came out of a bin, you'd be like, oh yeah, he lives, yeah, he lives okay. there. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's disrespectful. All right, a Burton's. Then does it, is that better for you? <laughs> the image, yeah. Either, but, either uh, works. It, yeah, for but me. it's certainly better. A out of a Burton's and into a bin. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I think Moyes is all right. Out of a water slide. Oh, it's, it's no. It's I no, like him. Yeah. yeah. But don't you know, a, I'm not going to have a go at him. You, you, you were going to say to but me, but he doesn't look like a... he lives in a bin. I. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I think with uh, Watford and Everton, though, um, you know, you talk about having short, um, you know, uh, get silver back at where, where Watford. Just having really short um, managers, just to kind of like firefighters. Like, what's what does a short run manager look like in Watford's case? Like, yeah, I think, I think two Marcus, months, one month. I think Marcus, they should get Marcus Silver back. Have you seen what he's just done? Yeah, but he's actually decent mm. at Watford. Remember? Yeah, and they'll but, forget that. <laughs> they will forget that. Yeah. I mean, they had Kike Sanchez Flores back up in there again. He might have switched off at the end of the Everton Liverpool match to watch another match on uh, Amazon. So. They've got the option. Yeah. Might, might, have, might have missed they it have completely. The option, yeah, uh, but, but it was it was great stuff from Liverpool, of course. Shakiri with it with a lovely. I mean, it was mm. so many just lovely goals, as you mm. say. I mean, that Origi second one, the touch and finish, the balls over the top though from Everton. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Michael Keane and I'm thinking, come on, like, yeah. Uh, Yerry Mina as well. These are quite sort of seasoned centre yeah. halves. You can see that Klopp has identified that as a problem as well, can't yeah. you? Because it was a oh, the diagonals clear. Liverpool played all night. Yeah, that that goal. Do you know what? I forget which one now. It might have been Shakiri's goal when uh, Trent Alexander Arnold plays that beautiful pass right across to Mane, and uh, he sort of jinks away and then and, and then sets it in. But those diagonal balls from Liverpool. This is this Liverpool side are so bloody good. Yeah, we know they're not sort of a possession-based side like Manchester City, but they can counter like no one else in the league. 
They can um, bulldoze teams if they mm. want to. They can be crafty, but all the, they can play intricate passes. But yet the diagonals are not. They're so dynamic. Mm. They can mm. play so many different mm. ways. It is absolutely phenomenal. And poor old Everton on the receiving. And I mean, they did at times get themselves back into it. Keane yeah. himself scored, of course. Um, but there was there was a few. I mean, it could have been interesting if if Moisey Ken had scored when he had yeah. that chance and. Um, Dominic Calvert Lewin had a, a little chance, but Richarlison's header was very good, wasn't it? But yeah, forced that one. But I feel though, ultimately with Everton, it would have been, it would have flattered them had they have got back to two all or four oh, three. Absolutely, and I, I mean, Manning missed a couple of chances. He I did think it, that one um, um, in the second half? A lot of people said, "Oh, he should have done a lot better there." When Genie um, Wijnaldum was very, very close to him, I think mm. I think Wijnaldum's presence was probably enough to yeah. to mean he had to take an extra second to right himself or something. And I think that's maybe a little bit harsh for people to. Criticise him too much for that, but yeah, I think just the problem is Everton have got to be stopping some of those goals. Yes, the the both mm. Origi goals were great, but they are, as you say, they are from sort yeah. of diagonals or, well, or balls when, over the top. Like, oh, it's, well, the one over the top is indefensible in my opinion. Yeah, that's just a, that's just a high line not being able to get back far quickly yeah. enough, and it it was poor. I thought. Yeah, and the keeper possibly could have been positioned a little a little better, but yeah, well, that, it even, was very quick. It was, but even the one where Trent Alexander-Arnold broke from the corner and he charges down the left wing, mm. you know, Everton not getting themselves back, and I understand that they want to, uh, you know, blah blah blah. But anyway, um, but Everton they've lost nine out of fifteen in the Prem this season, and are now eighteenth. Obviously, Silver's on the brink there at the, mm-hmm. time, at the time of recording. He's still in the job, uh, as we say. But one newspaper suggested that um, Silver's already said goodbye to the players. He really? looked, he, it looked quite goodbye on the touchline. Yeah, yeah. I felt he, he looked crestfallen, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, his post-match interview as well. He, he just sounded like he didn't want to be there. Mm. Like he just had, but he had something else to get on with, which was probably saying goodbye to the players. You would think, but mm. I, I think as well, the thing for Everton that is positive though is a lot, of, a lot has been made of the fact that they're in, they're sat in the relegation zone now. But you know they. They're only two points behind Bournemouth, and they're in twelfth. So it's like it is, you know, it's it's a tight season, and it's. I yeah. said this: anything below fourth is a bit of a much mm. of a muchness. You, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get away with not really performing that much. No, that's right. Well, of course, week. Everton play Chelsea uh, in Liverpool um, on the weekend. Chelsea beat mm. Villa two one. John Terry back at the bridge. Yeah. Yes, if Twitter was to be believed, he was the manager of. <laughs> yeah, he was the man of the match. <laughs> man <of> the match. <laughs> yeah. Got a good reception, as you'd expect from mm. the the home faithful. But of course, they're not gonna. Let John out of the place that easily because they won 2 1. Mm. Tammy Abraham uh, among the girls. Do you know what Tammy Abraham's little brother's called? I do not. Timmy. Timmy Abraham. Timmy yeah, Abraham. Love that. Plays for Fulham's Academy. Is there a Tommy as well? I hope so. It's like Gary Lynn. His dad called Barry Lineker. Is that right? Is yeah. that right? Enjoyable. Uh-huh. Just enjoyable. When I was at Timmy university in, in, in the second year, that three older gentlemen joined the class and they didn't know each other. Right. But they were called Teddy, Terry, and Jerry. And they just <laughs> they just made each other absurd. <laughs> That's quite nice. <laughs> Love it. Timmy and Tammy, it reminds me of those uh, biscuits Australian. Tim Tams. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but yes, Abraham, 11 goals in 14 uh, league matches, which is impressive. He's just straight back mm. in there among the goals. Yeah. It's, and he, he is. And we've we've compared him to Harry Kane before, but it, he seems like he has had that season, hasn't yeah. he? Where actually he's he's found his feet at the top level, and he's just comfortable and and hungry as mm. well. He's really he's just so positive, yeah. Tammy Abraham. Do you remember when people kept saying Harry Kane was a one season wonder? Yeah, <laughs> even like by the third season, people were going, yeah, but. I just think yeah. Maybe they'll be right ten times in a row. Marcus. Yeah, exactly. The eleventh season, he maybe only scores like eleven goals. You or could make a, you could make a bizarre world team of players who just get on in the last ten minutes. That just give them games, mm-hmm. and they'll be in the position to score. Yes. They can't score when they're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Tommy Abraham, yeah, uh, he, did he assist uh, Mason Mount with that delightful finish? I believe he did. He might well have that, done. Oh, what? Yeah, the, the, yeah. Because they said, didn't they, after the game that um, Mount had said that you know. 
he sort of I forget what his exact wording. He said he, he, he fancied it today, maybe, and he said, "Look, if you're mm-hmm. if you've got your back to goal, look for me. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm going to smash mm. one in." Yeah, and and he did. He certainly did. Yeah. Well, um, only uh, Jamie Vardy's been in, involved in more goals in, in the Premier League this season than Tammy Abraham. Just so impressive. It's so nice. Mm. I know we've said it before. We'll bloody well say it again. So nice to see a player who scored a lot of goals in the Championship given the chance at mm. a big club. And especially, and, and it's nice as well because you know we're English and he plays, gets to the England squad, so it's just that extra little yeah. something as well. Also, I think you know it, it's tempting to say that had Chelsea not had their transfer ban, he probably wouldn't have got of that course, chance. Of course, Jim, of and, course. But Mason, I think Mason Mount as well. Yeah, but I, I think he would have got a chance. I think Chelsea would have signed a striker. Um, but it's just, it's just so fantastic that he's taken it with both hands, both mm-hmm. feet, and his head. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. But for those two to be on the score sheet to beat Villa and mm. Lampard said that it probably should have been more. Even um, Dean Smith in the in the dugout of Aston Villa was just like, yeah, we were second best yeah. tonight, you know. And Lampard said that was much more like it. You know, they had sixty something percent possession. It seemed. I think you hope for Lampard's sake that it would just be a blip against West Ham and, and they'll be back mm. at it. And I'll tell you something, Everton won't look forward to Chelsea oh, no. uh, turning up. Certainly. Absolutely not. I think actually maybe this is part of Marco Silva's problem, isn't it? Is they've got this nightmare running. Yeah. So the owners will probably think, we'll just... He'll ha- he'll take bullets till we get to the end of that, and then yeah, maybe see who comes in. Well, because they, you know, briefly touching on Everton again, of course, away at Leicester, they nearly got a result and they were much more uh, solid in defence. And I think he tried to do something like that against Liverpool and it was just yeah. picked apart. So goodness knows what uh, they'll do for Chelsea, if indeed he's still in charge. Um, Manchester United beat Jose Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspur at Old Trafford. I, I was really surprised. expected Spurs to get something. Though. I did. I thought Spurs were going to win. Mm. And, I, and, and I thought we might see Jose giving it the you know finger to the lips, be quiet to the home <laughs> crowd. And I thought we were going to get a bit of that. But it didn't happen, of course. It was a great win for, for Solskjaer, Marcus Rashford, uh, with the goals. But... Um, Mourinho said we didn't lose because of an attacking setup. We lost because we approached the game in an emotional way. And Deli Ali mentioned about the, the the approach they took. Perhaps Spurs were a little bit arrogant, or mm. words to that effect. And it's interesting. I mean, I know Mourinho is is a very confident slash arrogant man at times, and uh, and believes very much in what he's doing. But he's only been there a few games. The Spurs players already go, yeah, get yeah. a load of us. I mean, <laughs> I, I was surprised, very surprised, going to his old ground. And he said he was trying to say to the players, look, at Old Trafford against the bigger sides. Manchester United will come out all guns blazing because at the moment they're not getting results against the smaller teams. Mm. He said, look at some of the other results. They're the only side, I think, to take points off Liverpool this season in the league. Um, if I think that's right still. Uh, they beat Chelsea 4-0. You know, they, they, they can produce the odd performance at home against against some of the bigger sides. And they were straight out of the traps. And of course, Rashford scored early on. And they yeah. dominated that first half. And Daly Alley with a beautiful touch and finish. Yeah. Other than that, though, Spurs didn't really offer much. At no, all. it's it's right. Man United looked absolutely transformed, didn't they? Um, it's yeah, Fred to... looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Fred's <laughs> turning into a footballer. I just think maybe maybe um... he's evolving like Charizard. <laughs> Don't get I'll into you, this again. I'll tell no, you why. Sorry, that. mate. Um, I think that uh, maybe Solskjaer just put a picture of Mourinho <laughs> up on yeah. the wall and said, "Right, remember this. Yeah, remember this. He's coming. All right." 
Get, get, yeah. Well, Jose kind of uh, singled out um, uh, McTominay. It's like he can't help himself, can he? Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. He fucking loves it. I really feel for Scott McTominay because genuinely he's having a really good season. Yeah, he's but he seems to be this benchmark of mediocrity, which is really unfair on him. People are going, oh, bloody hell, Scott McTominay's been our best player. What does that say about us? It says that Scott McTominay's good. Yeah, like, give, yeah. give the guy a break. Yeah. I love it. If Mourinho said in the, in the, the post match, well, of course, you know, we don't have a player like Scott McTominay when they do. <laughs> I don't think he said that, but it's the kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Jose, you silly sausage! It was—it's coming up to a year in charge for um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It is, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's just really good over the, this sort of period. Um, right, yeah. I, I sort of—I might um, might get pelters for this later. I, f- I almost fancy them to get something against City because that performance yeah, I, from Spurs I, looked, against Spurs, rather. They—they they looked like a, a slightly transformative performance from them. So mm. I think they could do. Shoot Man City away at Burnley. Yeah, but a bit you know, more like it. Bit more, more like it. Like it yeah. I've given up on the prediction game. Yeah, I think I think Newcastle are playing Sheffield United tonight. By the way, I think we'll be back, back on top. Yes, um, what, on what, top. Of I what? mean, on top, on top of bad performances. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It's hard to. Um, I think that Manchester City will beat Manchester United. But I think it'll be a good game. I fancy like a three-two or something actually, because yeah, right. I know what you mean with Rashford and the way he's, the way he's playing, and, and just the, the verve they had about yeah. them. They looked a bit freer, and 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 you know, it's kind of all or nothing against City, isn't it? They don't really have anything to lose by going for it. Mm. I suppose they could get battered. I was but... going to say they do have something to lose. <laughs> three points, for example. But mm. uh, but Man City, they looked much better against Burnley, didn't they? Rodri with a beauty. Mm. Jesus looked glorious up front. That yeah. volley. I mean, at the first one he scored, lovely curler. But the volley, that that goal was was again vintage Guardiola's yeah. City, where a little chip into the box, the margins, and the finish was so delightful. Mm. It, you don't see many teams score goals like that. It's so tight and so yeah. intricate and just it is, it is amazing. But Pep, sorry, Jim. I was going to say, this is a really good time for them to be coming into this sort of form, which is why for City as well, the performance against Man United is really important because Liverpool have got this weird situation where they've got the Club World Cup and the League mm-hmm. Cup and like the, the Rumbelows Cup and the Intertoto like <laughs> yeah, all yeah, in the yeah, space the of a week cup, or yeah. whatever it is. And, um, you know, that that is a unique pressure on them that City have got to exploit. Um, with that squad, Jim, well, quite. You wouldn't it, put it past Liverpool to win all those well, games. Indeed. Is it almost a testament to Burnley to sort of say that they lost because they didn't pack the box like a lot of teams do against Manchester City and invite the pressure? Possibly. I think. Do you know something? You know, uh, Oily Sailor on Twitter, Duncan at Opta. Right. Okay. Um, he uh, pointed out that Burnley's home form against the top six is actually pretty diabolical. Yeah. And he always says that there's this, this myth that Turf Moor is this difficult place to go, but I think in the last three or four years, they've only beaten one of the top six once at home. Mm. Which is an interesting stat. Yeah. yeah. I know Man City needed goal line technology last season to literally get them over the line, um, yeah. but it's not that surprising, Man City going to Burnley and winning 4-1, is all I'm saying, brothers and sisters. Mm. All right, get off me back. Uh, but Pep Guardiola said that any talk of the title is crazy. Mm. Crazy, crazy talk. You can understand. I mean, eleven points is a lot. It is. You know, like we say last season, there was a sort of similar margin, but this season does feel very, very different. So, mm. all eyes on that uh, that busy period, of course, Club mm. World Cup, and, and so on and so forth. But it wouldn't shock me if he started to put in some of the youngsters that we've barely seen uh, going forward, and uh, and 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 they win them. Uh, so there we. Are. Anyway, speaking of winning, let's have some emails with Pete Donaldson. Here we 
It's time for emails with me. Hello, Dave has got in touch. Hello, Dave. Um, he's come in with some, um, I can't believe that player X was in the same team as player Y uh, situation. Uh-huh. Great. There's some beauties here. Uh, obviously, he basically talks about the uh, Indian Super League. Which oh, is obviously yeah. very fertile oh. ground yes. for this sort of thing. Yes. Uh, a more wonderful collection of faded heroes, blasts from the past, Carol blasts from the past, you presume, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and never was, you'll not find anywhere. I present a few examples. Jermaine Pennant was at Pune City whipping crosses in for David Trezeguet, <laughs> and Nicholas and Elka uh, found themselves in the peaceful dressing rooms of uh, Peter Reed at Mumbai City. Uh, in 2015, oh. Nicky Shorey, uh, Didier Zakora, Tunshai, and uh, Roger Johnson were on the same team. Roger Johnson, Captain by Adrian Mutu. They sacked their manager and were probably a bit alarmed when David Platt turned up as his replacement. They finished second bottom. Clearly the money has run out because Matt uh, Kilgallen and Giles Barnes are about as good as they get these days. Keep up the good work, uh, Dave Houghton. Enjoyable. Nice one, Davey. Mm, nice I, one, Davey. I, uh, I would say, so if I can jump in on this, mm-hmm. I don't think I've mentioned this on the Football Ramble, but it was certainly mentioned on the Scroobius Pips episode of Fantasy Five Aside. I think yeah. the ultimate one I can think of that for that was that Terry Herlock, Chris Kamara and Stan Bowles were once the midfield for Brentford. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Phenomenal. Lot of time for that. Uh, the way that uh, Kamara looks after himself, I'd put yeah. him in. I'd put him in. Oh, we'd all put him in. Stunning, stunning body. Chris Kamara's <laughs> body. Kieran Ratton is going to tell her, Kieran. Uh, do you want another heartwarming keggy tale? Oh, of course. Of course. Having recently listened to a podcast featuring uh, former Halifax, West Brom and Birmingham brick shithouse Jeff Horsfield, the audience <laughs> uh, was regaled uh, with this uh, heartwarming and typically keggy tale. When Horsfield was being managed at, uh, by Double K at Fulham in 98, he was caught out uh, ordering a burger and chips on room service at an away game and as such mugged off in front of the dressing room told to bring 500 quid the following Monday as a fine. So big Jeff j- turns up to training that Monday with 500 big ones in his hand and gave it to everyone's favourite Doncastrian who immediately gave it back to him and told it to buy Mrs Horsfield the wife not his mum uh, something nice with it and bring him the receipt as proof and to wise up and not to do it again it wasn't revealed what gift it was but it certainly uh, should have been an ode to the great man himself I'd say oh Keggy what have we done to deserve you in our lives <laughs> he is helping relationships yeah he is he yeah. is solving problems the Horsfields then got a divorce with a couple of years later <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know if they did I don't I hope not stop this no. Okay. Um, if you'd like to get to the short short footballramaldaily.com is the way to do it it is ladies and gentlemen and now it's time for a break jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway, everybody. Jimmy, what are you saying, bruv? I'm saying that we've been nominated for another award. My what? goodness. I know. What are we like? Some sort of really good film in January. Um, <laughs> so, We're Green Book. Yeah, exactly. Um, so th- this um, this time around, it's, uh, it's from podbiblemag.com. Uh, you may be aware of the magazine, Pod Bible. They have very, very kindly uh, nominated us uh, for Best Sport Podcast. So if you go over to podbiblemag.com, uh, you can vote for uh, vote for us in, in the mm. sports section, which yeah. would be much obliged. Because yeah. we, we'd like some awards, wouldn't we? be nice. We, we never win We built the cabinet and there's nothing <laughs> to go in it. <laughs> We're the underdogs. I'm just putting old yogurt pots in there. It's yeah. disgusting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but the FSA Awards, also <laughs> open for business. Uh, give that a Google. FSF.org.uk is where you can find that. Have a Google around um, and uh, get involved with the FSA Awards 2019. Yeah, give us something back. Give us something, but we give you so little. <laughs> yeah. We give you so little. And we demand so much. And we demand so much. And we're demanding so a bit more. And we want more from you. <laughs> we're like Jurgen Klopp. Let's have it. Yeah, <laughs> let's have it all. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we've mentioned, uh, we did mention Aston Villa. We mentioned Leicester mm. City as well. They're playing each other mm. on the weekend. Is that a Midlands derby? Yeah. I always feel that there's so. a lot of derbies in the Midlands. Yeah. Um, mm. A lot of teams there, of course. Villa lost to Chelsea, as we say. They've got a credible point at Old Trafford. Uh, last weekend as well. We, we, I don't think we mentioned that Jack Grealish curl. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm worried that we're running out of time to see Jack Grealish in an England shirt. Right, okay. I know, I know we've mentioned mean. this before. But, but England but... have a lot of those midfielders, don't they, that's yeah. central but can play a little bit out wide. He is or... in imperious form, though, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, well, Dean Smith was saying that mm. he is being fouled left, right and centre. Yeah. And he felt like... Oh, it's a good sign. No, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's probably because yeah. he rolls his socks down. Yeah, I'll, I'll get him. With a little bit of extra, <laughs> kick, kick his shins. Little ex- extra room to kick him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think that uh, Dean Smith was talking about Chelsea almost like tag team and you know rotating yeah. the fouls mm. in, in quite an Italian uh, sort of way. But yeah, you're right. He's he's playing very well indeed. But I mean, some of the other Villa players are, are, are doing okay as well. Um, but they are they, they they can. I don't want to stick the boot in, but they can slightly flatter to deceive Aston Villa because. Mm. They've got some some decent players, as we say, like Grealish and Mings and you know, Trezeguet among the goals again. Uh, we bundled it in, but hu- yeah, Trezeguet's goal was amazing. <laughs> Sorry to cut in on there, but he um, he he headed it into his own foot accidentally, yeah. and it went in while he was pirouetting. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Tom Heaton in goal, of course, making the saves. But they need results. They're hovering above the relegation zone. And I know, Pete, you're absolutely right to say that there's a lot of teams, technically, yeah. uh, hovering above the relegation it's zone. It's a mess. But it's a mess down there. But we're into December now. Mm. And it's a busy Christmas period and you've got to start picking up points because if you start going into the new year and you're thinking, oh, blimey, we're in a relegation zone, that's where people can get a little bit nervy. The knees mm. can go all trembly and, and and it's not good for business, of course. Villa need to uh, you know, slip it into, what would it be, third, fourth gear maybe because mm. they've been sort of crunching through the gears mm. and get out of that, quite this frankly. This is a tough test though, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want uh, Leicester turning up if you need points. I mean, Leicester beat Watford 2-0 to stay eight points off the top. Vardy and Madison among the goals again. Mm. Great seasons. Vardy's um, Vardy's closing down on his own consecutive scoring record, isn't he? Like that would be the most Jamie Vardy thing. Like who can I mug off? (laughs) That myself from the title-winning season. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One player who's been playing pretty damn well for Leicester this season, Harvey Barnes. Mm. He's absolutely superb. Very explosive. He loves a he loves a hit, doesn't he? He does. He's they've, got just, a, they've just got to seem to have a really good squad. Like Chilwell yeah. was out, uh, Fuchs comes in and just plays. You forget really about Fuchs, like, don't you? Yeah. It's just like it's a it's a great person to sort of deputise for. Because Fuchs was with the left back when they won mm. the title. I know mm. it's a few years ago now, but still, it's an experienced fullback to come in, and he hasn't played that much. And he and comes in and he puts in performances. Exactly. Yeah. So Pereira Chilwell's still a, still a doubt for the weekend, so we don't know whether he'll play. Yeah. So he might be playing another match. Mm. And Pereira, who's playing on the right side, I mean, he's he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. He was their player of the season, I think, last season. You know what a what a buy he's been. Yeah, can um, I can I dream for a moment? Oh, oh, go on. So Leicester on this current form should get Champions League football. You would think that's far from mm-hmm. beyond them. You would you would think that of course. you would hope that they would manage to do that. Dilly ding, dilly um, dong. Indeed, um, they have previous at managing to get quite big name players come in late on in their careers like on a on a free transfer. Jamie Vardy is perhaps. King of the shit houses, but with one exception, mm. who is 33-year-old Sergio Ramos, who is out of contract <laughs> at Real Madrid in the summer. Could they pull it off? Could they pull <laughs> oh it off? Oh my goodness. Vardy and Sergio, imagine it. In the same team. It would be it would be a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? It would be utterly glorious, yeah. Well, he would have to dislodge Evans and Soyonchu at the back. He'd find a way, wouldn't he? He would find a way, but they've been superb, those two. They really I mean, have. But Johnny Evans, again, like the... Who would have thought his career? I mean, you know, played for Manchester United for many years. We went to West Brom and blah 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 at Leicester, and now he's he's on for Champions League football next season, yeah. barring a disaster, of course. It's absolutely phenomenal. But Harvey Barnes, again, one of those exciting English midfielders who looks like he's got good technical ability, he's got a keen eye for goal, and he's got the energy and so on. It, it's exciting times. Mm. But Leicester, they've won seven on the spin in the top flight, which equals their record set in 1963. It's a phenomenal season they're having so far, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Well done, Brendy. Well done, Brendy, indeed. Brendy would... He'd be mad to go to Arsenal. Those rumours won't go away. Yeah, <laughs> no. He, now he would. Do you know he, what I mean? Like, even if he was offered a big contract and said, right, you can you can spend like a hundred million or a couple of hundred million or that's something. That's not going to happen. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> well, How much did they spend on Nicolas Pepe? Uh, well, actually, um, that's that's been staggered. So you remember the reports that they Arsenal mm. had 45 million to spend in the summer they actually pretty much spent that if you if the net was that mm-hmm. I know people going net spend but yeah, yeah okay. it's uh, it, it has to be done right. quite carefully it's a lot for a squad player is what I'm saying indeed, yeah indeed uh, a lot for Jovino <laughs> <laughs> Watford uh, are in big big trouble only 8 points from 15 matches already 7 points from safety Hayden Mullins was in charge uh, for the game at Leicester I mean they put up a little bit more of a fight, but still they lose the game 2-0 and it was a mm-hmm. difficult place to go they've got Crystal Palace at home and with Southampton getting wins uh, together now. It was the first back-to-back win that they got since March. Uh, you know, Southampton, they've climbed out the bottom three 
uh, with a win against uh, Norwich. Hassan Hootel is turning the screw yeah. there. I think we're seeing his quality come through now. We are. We? Actually, so. in a weird way, obviously that 9-0 was humiliating. Mm. But um, well, we said, yeah, you it, can take it one of two ways, really. And they seem to have <laughs> responded in the right way. Yeah, yeah the, 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 That is absolute rock bottom. Let's never let such an embarrassing thing happen yeah. again. Let's, yeah. no, let's not put that much fire in the belly of Luke Moore. Indeed, yeah. So that's one way. <laughs> the other way is, yeah, we really are crap, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah. yeah, which Watford have sort of thought since they got beat 8-0 off Man City. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it was happening before that. Um, but Palace, you know, a great win at home to Bournemouth, you have to say. I mean, Sacco mm. sent off after, you know, it was about 20-odd minutes or something. Yeah, I was fascinated by it. Was it Danny Murphy on, on Match of the Day last mm. night saying that he, he thought that was harsh? I thought, are you mad? Yeah, I know. It was a, absolutely it was a awful win. challenge. And, and Sacco knew, didn't he? Yeah. He had that sort of sheepish look. But Schlupp popped up with the only goal of the game. So bear in mind, you're down to 10 men. Yeah. Halfway through the first half. You've got, to, you've got to hand it to them. At the time of recording, Palace are seventh, but they're on the same points as Manchester United and one above Spurs. I think <laughs> if you'd have offered Palace fans that at the start of the season in December, yeah. you will be in this position. Yeah, if you didn't look at the league table, they just told them that. Like, yeah, that sounds brilliant. Well, it is. It? <laughs> yeah. but they, that sounds great. They're having a good time and, and their away form has been, been sort of fairly decent as well. You would fancy them to go to Watford <laughs> and win, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes. All agreed. Especially yeah. in that situation. But Watford now, they're, they're managerless, of course. Mm. Um, I, honestly, I, 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 they are just sleepwalking to renegade. They, they really they? are. Well, I think it's not even sort of sleepwalking, is it? Because everyone can see what's going yeah, wrong. True. Everyone can see the they're sort just, of they're walking. Yeah, yeah, marching. Yeah, yeah, they know what's happening, but they can't seem to arrest it. I, I guess it's you know, it's perhaps this is too too easy an assessment, and it's something that we've spoken about many times. But it's just the chopping and changing, catching up with them. Like mm. if if you get to a point where that stops working. Um, and you don't have much of a plan, what happens next? Because it, it always felt like the way that Watford made that constant churn of managers work was they actually researched the next man quite heavily. Like, you know, mm. they, quite often the next guy improved on the last guy and actually it, it seemed to make sense. But now it's, mm. it's sort of fallen off a cliff. Going back to Kike Sanchez-Flores seemed ill thought out. Um, yeah, maybe they should have just hung on to Javi Gracia, but that's not, well, not their way, is it? Going back to Flores, that is quite an, an anomaly with their system changing yes. because it's a step well, backwards or it's certainly someone they've had before, which is an interesting We Compare them to Southampton. Now, I know you can cherry pick these things because some people, they hang on to a manager for too long and you, when you've got to change, you've got to change. But with Southampton, you know, Hassan Hootl himself said after the victory, he said, you know, he wanted to thank the club and say that I'm pleased that they didn't sack me. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that they let my, uh, you know, let me try and get this. Now they're not out of trouble, of course, but they, but they certainly have improved, uh, you know, in recent weeks, as as we say, um, because he 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 helped them to stay up last season. But you can just see a manager with that drive and with that idea. He said that they've got their identity back, and you can tell that they look a bit more dynamic going forward. They've got, you know, they've got a few good players in there. They've got a few goals scattered around the side, mm. um, and 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 they are getting performances. That is a huge difference. With Watford, you have some players who have made murmurs uh, about wanting moves to clubs before and, and so on and so forth. But you look at that Watford side, you look at that squad and you think, there's no way they should be down there. Mm. Absolutely no way. Well, what is going on? There is something at the core of that. Uh, obviously, the, the, the manager situation is not good. But if you're a Watford fan, it must be so frustrating right now. Oh, absolutely. I think seeing Hayden Mullins in the, in the dugout, you're like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm strange. confused. Yeah. Troy Deeney being back is massive though, isn't it? They need an injection of fire. Well, Even he, if yeah. just as almost like a symbol on the pitch yep. of someone mm. that's going to sort of drag the game by the scruff of the neck, which we know he's so good at. 
Um, they've got such a fight on their hands, and it doesn't. It's not a squad that's used to having to fight. It's a squad that's been punching above its weight, isn't it? So th- this is a different mindset for them to 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 be in. That none of them would ex- would have expected a relegation battle this season. They're um, big fancy boys, but now they're in the sewer fighting. Indeed. <laughs> right then, Betwest Foot Score. Here we go. Each week on the uh, Football Rumble on Rumble Daily, we are going to be uh, participating in Foot Score for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Foot Score entry is free. All you need to do is pick the first goal score in Betwiz for selected matches each round. If you're correct, you can win up to uh, 25 grand this week. Head to uh, betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. They always do, Jim. Mm. Jim, they always do. Uh, we've given you, Jim, uh, the uh, match Villa versus Leicester. Who have you gone for? Uh, it sounds quite obvious, doesn't Oof. it? But you've got to go for James. Jamie Vardy. You've got to go for to. Vardy. You just simply have to. I've got the Newcastle uh, United uh, Southampton match, so I'm going to go for Alison Maximan. I'm hoping that at some point this season, a forward player is going to put one in the net. Mm. Has he scored in... yet, St. Maximan? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. he has. I can't I remember. think Southampton will win that game. Oh, right, okay. To nil. Oh. Well, let's. <laughs> A little bit shocked. Mean. A little bit shocked. Little uh, hairy meanie. No, <laughs> hairy meanie. Like the blue meanie. Uh, Norwich Sheffield United. Uh, Luke has gone for Timu Puki. Pretty uh, routine, that. Uh, Marcus, Brighton Will Vampton, what are you saying, bro? Speaking of routine, Raul Jimenez, he's got to score first for us yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. always gets a mensch at mm. this bit. Uh, so yes uh, foot score is free to play at the current prizes now uh, 25k it rolls over if no one wins it someone won it last uh, week which is very exciting can be won yes <laughs> please bet the responsible way and now it's time for going for glory. it is so the heat is on and the time is right it's time for you for you to play the game Cause people are coming everyone's trying trying to be the best that they can to reach for the sky It's going for glow. <laughs> you introed what a, yourself there. What a theme tune. Well, I will. I'll take control. I'll, I'll take the reins. I'm Troy Deeney, mate. You're not doing it in the in the dugout, so I'm getting involved. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, this set of clues uh, comes from... Who have we got here? Oh, my days. It is Owen Ellicott, which is a wonderful name. Thank mm. you, Owen, for this uh, nomination. First clue. Here we Straight go. in. I was born the 14th of May, 1985. Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds was number one in the States. Something which I feel has happened to myself. Mm. Don't you mm. forget about me. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Where, where was, was that just a date? That was just a date. Okay. Just a date. Just a date. 1985. What's his name? <laughs> it's Owen Ellicott. Um, <laughs> I started my career at Wimbledon, the original Wimbledon, but my last club was MK Dons. Ooh, different flavours. Somebody will get that straight away, and then yeah. somebody's not me. Nor <laughs> is it me. <coughs> Stop. Alan Smith. And no. Not him. I just wanted to say one. You know? Yeah, exactly. Stop. I'll have Alan Smith as well. Dirty your boots. <laughs> Dirty your shorts. Dirty everything. I was also the first Englishman to captain a team at the new Wembley Stadium. Oh. Come on. Come on, baby. The first Englishman to captain... Yeah. Oh, hang on. Because I watched Wembley that. Stadium. It was the England under 21s. Mm, baby. We started baby. at Wimbledon and ended at MK Dons. Oh, oh, delicious. That is delicious, isn't mm. it? Mm. Um, I'll, I'll You're on the precipice. Stephen Corker. No, not Stephen Corker. <laughs> <A> gritty meatball. <laughs> <laughs> um, excluding England, I've played in three countries, but only two leagues. Mm. Interesting. Oh, um, stop David Bentley. No, not Benters. <laughs> I just remember he scored that game. I'm starting, yeah. my man crush for David Bentley is increasing by the week. I think he's very handsome. He's getting more handsome as he gets older. All right. 
Where are, All right. you, where are, you, where are you seeing David Bentley? Uh, the Soccer M shootout thing. Oh, was that I right? love those things. Oh, okay. they're, they're so much fun. They're a real guilty pleasure for me. You've got to hit the bar. You've got to do a free mm. kick. Yeah. Uh, stop. John Bostock. <laughs> no, not John Bostock. It's going to be him one day. I was signed of, uh, for Portsmouth by Harry Redknapp, but financial problems led to the deal collapsing. <laughs> oh. So he's in England under 21. Mm. Nearly played for Harry Redknapp. So I mean, 34. That. I'm going to throw in a clue from my particular perspective. It's got a middle name that excites me. Oh, that oh, doesn't God, help. That could be anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you don't have a middle name, so no, they all excite me. They you. all excite me, yeah. <laughs> My trophy collection is fairly small. It only includes a 2004 or 5 uh, Championship Playoff Winners Medal. However, my FA Cup and CONCACAF Champions League Runner-Up Medal uh, does keep it company. Hey, the FA Cup and CONCACAF? Yes. CONCACAF, so he's playing... Stop. Trezor... Runner-Up Medals, Loire, by the Loire? way. Yeah. No, not... No, because he was... Uh, it wouldn't be CONCACAF if it was Luar Luar. Mm. CONCACAF is... Um... You've got to go there, Marcus. CONCACAF don't, don't is waste it. Central America. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing at the moment. Oh, is that the last clue? What? Was that the last clue? Ooh. Better not have been, mate, otherwise I'll have you. No, it's not. Good. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I had it, but it was someone who played before, for Portsmouth. Someone who specifically didn't play for Portsmouth. is such a <laughs> spanner in the works. Oh, where's yeah. Luke Moore when you need him? Oh, yo, yo. When I uh, signed for Ipswich, I described them as a sleeping giant and that finally everything had fallen into place with both myself and the club. I would make 12 appearances for that club. <laughs> Stop. Jermaine Genus? No, not Jermaine Genus. No, because no. Genus would be fooling. Like, why would he have been oh, the conqueror? Yeah. Oh, ah! Well, you never go then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played for, this is the last clue, <clears throat> I played for Aston Villa for four seasons, including playing in the Europa League in two of those, making 102 Premier League appearances, scoring one goal. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm angry. I'm angry. <clears throat> he's 34. Did you say he's finished? His last club was MK Dons. He's 35 years old. Did you say he's MK, MK Dons? MK Dons was his last club, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say he was finished. I just um, said he was, it was his last club. Oh, this is so annoying because I know I, this will be one of those players. We know who this guy is. Yeah. The clues have been quite generous, to be fair. <laughs> you know, and yeah. we have disgraced ourselves, Jim Campbell. And you're have. meant to be good Again. at this. And so, well, you won it last season. There's yeah. only two people in the room, so I'm going to finish this up. It's Nigel, Shola, Andre, Rio Coca. Rio Coca. Ah, bang! God, Couldn't you have really said West Ham? One. I'd have got that. Well, that's the that's point. That's how isn't it works. <laughs> You bloody imbecile. Oh, and Ellicott, thank you for that. Oh, Listeners, oh. you have stepped up this season. It's really impressive. <laughs> I like it, We mate. should have got that one. I like it a lot. I'm sorry, everybody. But I'm not really. Mm, um, because it doesn't matter at all, of no. course. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. Myself and Jonathan Wilson are back tomorrow for Greatest Games for another game from the past, which uh, will certainly make your ears go ooh that was nice (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much Pete Donaldson bye bye thank you very much to Campbell goodbye and I hope that was nice listening for you listeners we'll see you soon ooh lovely this was a Stakhanov production hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 